You're listening to the 414 Creative Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Curtis. And on the show, we do a deep dive with entrepreneurs on all things business, faith, and how to build a lasting legacy. Thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, this is the Legacy Recap episode where I sit down with my wife, Melissa, and we chat about this week's guest and do a deep dive in some of the takeaways that we got from this episode and just kind of talk about what's going on and um, how we've been inspired by this week's guest. So thank you for listening. And without further ado, we're going to get into it. Hey, thanks for being here (laughs) and helping me with this. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that this podcast is happening and excited to see what this season holds. So I loved that we kicked it off with David. He is genuinely like, he's one of the most just sincere and genuine people I've ever met. And I don't, and I'm not saying that like, that is just who he is. He is so sincere. Yeah. He's very um, true to his word. As long as I've known him, I think 16 years is what we talked about. We just, we figured out in the episode when we sat down, you know, knowing him for 16 years and he's consistent. He's consistently who he is. He's mm-hmm. he's always been a person of his word. And you never you never question his character because he's never given you yeah. he's never shown you an like a, 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 a I guess a bad trait. And we all have bad traits, but but as a person, as someone who who just you kind of have in your life, he's very consistent in who he is and what he says what he says he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really excited to have him as our first guest because yeah, I had just recently sat down with him and had coffee and talked about some of the things that, you know, we were, I was dealing with, with grieving with <clears throat> the loss of my mom and all that stuff. And it just seemed right to have him as, you know, yeah. and it's interesting too, because he's not like, I, I know David, but he's not like, he's not like, somebody who's been like a consistent staple, like in my life, but he's always been there, but it's not, you know, there was a good comfort level, yes, but exactly. there was still, yeah, there's distance between us, but yeah. we know each, you know, like we know each other and like, you know, I, I guarantee probably almost every Sunday that we're in church, he, he does walk up to me and we, we talk. I, do, I do know him in person. <laughs> yeah. So I do know him, but you know, you know, how you have people that are like, you're, you're one, right. You know, Jesus had like, what? Sorry, no, I don't know why it just seemed funny. But yeah. yeah so ahead. Jesus had the one, like John, and then he oh, had three, and then he had twelve, and then he had the crowd. Like you, ha- like you have those people in your life, and and honestly, right now I couldn't even tell you who the one is. You, right? I You're would, my I mean, well, I would, like as as, oh but as a man, right? As like a uh, having like a bro friend, hmm. like, you know, like I don't really know that I have that one. David's like a three or four. You know, where he doesn't know, he knows my life, but doesn't know like every like, you know, minute detail of yeah. my life, like a like a like you do, right? Yeah. So the rabbit trail, so but I'm really just I'm trying to like I know, but I'm just trying to give people an idea of our relationship. Yeah. And in and how like I felt like that that episode went so good for it being the first episode. It really me, did for me never having created a podcast in my sure. life and I do sit down with people on a regular basis and have conversations with them but in that format is new for me and I don't I don't know what I'm doing 
I'm learning as I'm going and I like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, no, there's definitely a comfort level. Um, <clears throat> and I, what I loved about it is that it, there were so many points for me that were extremely relevant that I think even if you can't relate to being a musician, even if you can't relate to being a pastor or a worship leader, there were such, there were several key points that really interpret to anybody who is pursuing a dream or pursuing the, yeah. the call of God on their life. And for me, one of the, he, you know, dove into it pretty quickly talking about, you know, leaning into moments of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And in the episode, he's talking about the times of worship and what turns into kind of spontaneous worship. And that there was, there was a time in his life when he would just take that as a moment and like, kind of, Oh, that was a sweet moment with Mm -hmm. the Lord. Thank you for that. And he's learned that those are actually invitations to go even deeper and, and that he has started to become more disciplined. And when he has that moment of inspiration with writing music, he leans into it more and he sits with it more and he lets it develop more. Yeah. And I think, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, we all have creative ideas. We always have moments of inspiration of, oh, wouldn't that be neat if we did this, this, and this, but how often do we actually sit down with it and lean into it? Like how often do we build it out? And he even said like, it's, he's taken a disciplined approach of stewarding those moments well. And I think it was just for me, such a good takeaway of like, when we have those almost divine moments of inspiration, stay with them and develop yeah. and develop it out, kind of flush it out instead of just taking it as a, Oh, that's a good idea and moving on. Yeah. I think so many times, especially in my life where I've been completely inspired by something and have an idea and think, Oh, I need to go do that. But then I stop and I don't do it mm-hmm. and learning. It's it's like working out and building up muscle. It's the same thing, building up that discipline of like when you are inspired and you, you do have this idea, whether you, whether you feel like it's from the Lord or not, that's important. But if it's an idea, I feel like if it's an inspiration, an idea, something that you really feel drawn to go do, I do feel like that is from father. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's coming from um, the creator of the universe, Mm -hmm. right? We need to build up that discipline to just start taking slow methodical actions towards going, like moving forward. And there's times where we're so caught up in a, in a, in a busyness that we don't feel like we have the quote unquote time to, to step forward in those moments, but giving ourselves some grace and giving ourselves some like, okay, this is an idea. I'm inspired right now. Let's move forward into it and see exactly what happens. I think is something that I need to learn for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think in general, we all need to sit down and be like, okay, let's do this. Right. Yeah. Um, I think he, he said it well with like, it's, is it requires discipline. You yeah. have that creative eruption is what he said. This eruption of inspiration that then requires discipline mm-hmm. to steward it, which I mean, I feel like sums up entrepreneurship in general yeah, yeah. Um, as well. So I thought that was, that was a great, a really relevant takeaway. And then he talks a lot about, you know, placing people in your circle and placing people, putting yourself in situations to be around people who've gone before you Mm -hmm. and really gleaning in on their expertise and building that circle. And I think that's, I mean, we all need that. 
Yeah. Um, you know, they always say like, if you want to know how to do something, go find the people that are actually doing it. <clears throat> and that's what David did. He went and found, you know, Rick Pino and really dove into his ecosystem and dove into like what Rick's doing. And he gleaned off of somebody who's already gone before him. And I think that's something that we all need to take on, especially me. And that's part of why that's one of the reasons why this podcast exists is because I wanted to bring people in mm -hmm. that are doing things and leaving a legacy and building out their legacy. And I want to figure out, Hey, how are you doing this? It's things that I'm interested in. Some, some things that I feel like other people are interested in, but there's so much power in bringing in people who have already done the thing that you want to mm -hmm. do, because they're, they're going to tell you their, their failures. They're going to tell you their successes. They're going to show you the systems that are in place, whether you pay for the service or not, if they've got a coaching system or a course, you're bringing knowledge in and they're going to show you how to take that knowledge and apply it practically to what you want to do. So I love that story of him going and seeking out some, some guidance and some, some mentorship basically. And, um, you know, he, he paid for it. He went to, he went to Dallas area and he sat down for a few days and just mm -hmm. really let people kind of pour into him and say, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't do. And then he made a commitment from that point on to go and implement all those things practically. In his right. Life, so, I mean, that just speaks to my heart in general. I kind of explain, describe myself as um, having a creative heart, but a practical mind. Yeah. And it's why we balance each other yeah. really yeah. well, <laughs> because I need that, that practical application. I love the big dreams. I love the big vision, but like, how are we actually going to do it? Yeah. And that's, it's such a good practical thing for people to walk away with from that episode mm -hmm. is find people who have gone before you have a heart and a spirit of humility of, I don't know how to do this all, or I don't know how to do this part well, right. and being teachable, being trainable of really absorbing the advice that's given and then taking consistent action. And I just thought, you know, it was a beautiful illustration of how simple pursuing our dreams can be. Yeah. If you, if you steward it well, if you take action mm -hmm. and if there's a place of humility and then also even just a very practical tip of put it in your budget, know that, you know, you're going to need to invest your time, your energy and your actual resources yeah. to grow. And so start looking at how can I make some more room in my budget? Even like, how can I make some more room in my schedule? How can I give myself some time to dedicate to learning this skill, learning, you know, the next best thing I need to do, putting myself around people, just the very practical thing of, of making sure you are giving yourself allotted resources to go and do that. And even, you know, he had a great, he had a, an existing relationship with Rick Pino, which Rick is a great guy. I feel like I think he's on our list. Yes, is he on, he, yes. Isn't he on our list? He's on our list. Rick, if you're listening, <clears throat> you're more you're than listening. welcome. <laughs> yeah. We would love we, to have you. We would love to have you. You can look um, out for an email. <laughs> but so Rick's a great guy and they had an existing relationship, which is, I mean, amazing. Like, let's just all do be better people with stewarding relationships, but there's also nothing wrong with going out and buying a course. Yeah. Buying a book, mm -hmm. right? Like 
investing in resources already out there. Like you don't have to have a a personal relationship to, to have a mentor. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to have a texting relationship with somebody in order for them to be your mentor. You can actually just be a student of their resources and the things that they've put out in the world. So I loved, I loved that. Yeah. Going back to the practical parts of thinking about budget and the systems and all that stuff, that's something that was kind of like a wake up call for me because I don't think that way. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, and you know this, right? Like I'll have an idea and I'll have this big dream. And, and then sometimes I'll get frozen in that because I don't know what the first step is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what are, what are some of the things that I need to have in place to make sure that this thing is successful. Mm-hmm. Budget is one of those things, you know, a lot of times it's like, well, I didn't even think about how much this is going to cost. Right. But having someone like you <laughs> yeah, is super important, like, but to hear here. that come from him where to him, that was such a, it's an, a natural, it was just like, it was, it just, it came out of him naturally. Like he was just like, you know, I had to put it in the budget and I was just like, well, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like yeah. that's, that's super important for somebody who's wanting to create an EP or wanting to put their music out there. They're so, they could be so caught up in the creative process. They could be so caught up in like, this is my dream. This is something I've always wanted my whole life. But having that thought of like, oh, I need to budget this. Okay. Right. Now there's, there's like a, there's like a foundation yeah. to the dream of like, okay, this is how much I need to budget for this. And it's also permission. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you, like you, there's more permission to go and do it yeah. because you've not only built it up in your head or even structured it out on paper or put, you know, the music together, yeah. but there is, tangible permission of okay, okay right. now go and finish it and now go and do the yeah. work and there's resources there exactly. so you can actually go out and do that that's good stuff yeah that is really good i mean i'm just going to keep rolling with, yeah, go what, for with what my takeaways were one of the other ones was i loved the conversation when you asked him about you know why now like talk about the timing of the release of the ep and why yeah. now and and he kind of goes into the whole journey of of really of growth of where he was when he had this idea of recording music and some of the comments that were made and some of the pushback or criticism um, he might've received. And then he kind of ends it with, you know, looking back with the discipline that was required with the kind of the responsibility, the things that were required of him to steward this call you know, he says, looking back, I don't know if I was that person to be able to handle it. Yeah. And I think it's such a, it's such a good thing to remember that like when it comes to the Lord's timing, I mean, we can't put his timing down on paper, right? right? Like there's, but when it comes to like the appointed or the ordained timing that it also take that timing takes into account, like your ability to, to carry the responsibility, Mm -hmm. your ability to steward and be a person of discipline and integrity. And then also your ability to handle pushback and handle criticism. Mm -hmm. All of that is taken into account when it comes to like the appointed time for things to be released. And, and I think we can get into a spot where we're just like, Oh, I'm just waiting on the Lord. I'm just waiting on the Lord. And I think that can be a cop-out a lot of the time. So often 
waiting on the Lord actually looks like taking steps and taking action and having him guide or direct or redirect your path. Yeah. But when we're, especially when it's something that's like a desire of our heart, something we've been dreaming on, wondering why is this not happening? I'm taking action. What's going on? I don't know. It was just a good reminder for me of it's not just about all of the stars aligning and all the circumstances lining up. It also requires you to be the person that is required of you in order to carry this calling well. Yeah. Right. In order to be able to, uh, to be a person of integrity, to steward it, to have the discipline and the practices in place to finish the work. And so I don't, that was, that was something that hit me, I think more on a personal level. And then he also talks about how, when it was the right timing, he kept feeling a prompting from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like he just kept being prompted to record the music and to dive deeper. Right. That's probably when the insp- the idea of stewarding those like creative, those like bursts of creative moments yeah. came from. And so he just kept being prompted. And that's, we have a somewhat similar story. I was, I kept being prompted when it came to this idea of taking, of creating what is now 414 Creative, our business, which was, man. At that time, we were just doing photography. You were doing photography. Yeah. We were focusing on that. And I kept having the prompting of providing more services that combined you know, both of our skills and yeah. how to serve a client more holistically. And so I can relate to when it's the right time and when it really is something that is with is in like your purpose, mm-hmm. you're going to be prompted again. And like, he's going to keep reminding you. And so kind of my question is like, what has God been nagging you about? Yeah. Um, what are those things that keep coming up that maybe you should like lean into more um, or dive into more with them? Yeah. I don't, I think you said it all. I don't think I need to, to <laughs> add any, I think I'd just be drawing it out, but yeah, I think, um, I think we just need to, you know, press our ear yeah, and, and listen. And when he's constantly giving, like pushing you to do something, think I, 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 you know, I said that I can't add anything to this, but clearly I can Um, because it's it's coming. There's been so many times where I've felt father nudge me about something very specific. And it wasn't until like the third or fourth time that I actually like paid attention and was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then learning that lesson of like, man, I really need to listen the first time. Mm. Right. I need to, not that I missed out on anything. Yeah. There's now, so much grace. I think there's sometimes where I do miss out. Like we do miss out on um, an opportunity. You know, there's a belief out there that, that the idea that you have isn't just solely yours, mm-hmm. that God spreads out creative ideas and he's just looking for somebody to take it on. Well, that's biblical. Wasn't that in Esther where it was like, if, if you, if you won't, then he'll, he'll find somebody. Yeah. Else. So that, that idea of like, you know, not saying that your idea is, isn't original for the most part, it isn't because there's nothing new under the, under the sun. And, but there's been a lot of, I think there's times where we lose out on that opportunity, but there's grace 
And sometimes there's things where God's just, he's just hounding you about something and you need to start taking action on that. And and it's not that you're not waiting on father, but he's sitting down and he's waiting on you to step Mm -hmm. forward into that thing that he's called you to do. And that's there. Just know that if that's happening, there's grace for you in that first step. There's grace for you in the second step. There's grace for you in that moment for you to, to step into that. So like I said, I didn't really want to drag that on, but um, no, I, think I that's feel like you good. did such a great job of covering that, that aspect. So. I think that's all. I think that's all good. And we hope, you know, it's encouraging someone who's yes. listening. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the overall theme for me and, and David ended it really well when you guys were talking about counseling, which was, I think was a such a beautiful part of that conversation yeah. because it's something that's not talked about often. Right. And it's not, I think it's becoming more normalized, but even when he was just like, you know, God, Adam, Adam had a perfect situation. Yeah. And even still God knew he shouldn't be alone. Yeah. Even still. And that's like that, even that seeking counsel is a reflection, you know, of our need for community. So I thought that was a beautiful. Yeah. One thing that I really liked what he said was about how counseling is just there to illuminate something that's. Mm -hmm is already it's there isn't whether it's an issue a problem or something that needs to be solved it's just a, an opportunity for you to illuminate you know some things that you haven't really looked at or mm-hmm. things that you're maybe uh, suppressing and it's not a bad thing it's just you're going to work these things out you're finding a quote-unquote expert to help right shine some light right. it just some... goes back to the find somebody who's done exactly. it before you yeah and so I really, I, that was really kind of like, man, that's really good stuff. Yeah. And it, it was like, you know, and so much like I'll just get personal here, but you know, so much of, of my journey is letting father handle that, right. Mm-hmm. Letting father kind of take that on. And then you, you're such a good sounding board and you're really good at like, Hey, I really think you need to focus on this. Hey, I really need you, you need to look at this. And then, it, then there's other times where, I can just come to you and say, look, this is what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. These are some of the things that I'm, uh, you know, thinking about e- emotionally dealing with. And mm-hmm. you're such a good helpmate, like in mm-hmm. that area, Thanks, you know, that I tell you all the time, <laughs> uh, but these, you know, our listeners our amazing listeners don't know how phenomenal you are just <laughs> yet. So, but yes, I think having somebody to help illuminate some, whether it be problems or things that, you know, you need to build upon the good things you need to build upon the things you need to help uh, kind of uproot, I think is very crucial for, for our growth Absolutely. um, in, in the things that we want to pursue in life. I think too, specifically like this podcast is really about business entrepreneurship, the spirit of entrepreneurship and actually building out something that's creating a legacy, whether it be in your family, whether it be just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as entrepreneurs, we need somebody to talk to. We need somebody to mm-hmm. help process and go through some of the the mental and the emotional and actually some of the physical things that we, we deal with because yeah. it can take a toll. And if we're not, if we're not taking care of ourselves physically, nutritionally, spiritually and emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally there's so many facets of it and i think having Absolutely. somebody help you process some of that yeah. some of that stuff and my hope is to have some some people on i was um, just thinking that would be you know a great future help. episode yeah 
to walk through some of those things. To find somebody yeah. maybe in a counseling type of position yeah, who, who exactly. works with high level entrepreneurs or high producing yeah. entrepreneurs and kind of talking about, yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So my final takeaway is, you know, he, the underlying theme, and I think the way that David ended it really well is that he's just been really focusing on how to be a good steward of the things that have yeah. been given to him, how to be a good steward of those creative moments where he gets inspiration, how to be a good steward of his calling as a worshiper and a musician. And that is something that you and I have really been feeling lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you even said, like, I think stewardship is our, is our word for, for 2022. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that's been something on my heart, even for the past few months of just really, I, I dove into, you know, the parable of the servants with uh, the servants and talents. And it was just a cry of my heart of Lord. Like, I don't want to bury one talent that you've given me, Yeah, you know, whether it is an opportunity, whether it is an actual strength or gifting or calling, whatever it is, like, I don't, I want to be shown faithful for all the things that you've given me to steward. Mm -hmm. And I want to learn how to steward it well. And I am learning personally that that stewardship, what is really often required is discipline. Like that's an area where I'm, the Lord has been showing me like, okay, we need discipline in these areas. Like the, the, the parts of our world where maybe I'm asking for miracles, maybe I'm asking, I find myself constantly praying about are really the parts of my world that I'm not necessarily stewarding well. Right. I'm not necessarily giving God the opportunity Mm -hmm. to like, to bless and to show favor and to promote in those areas because I have, I don't have discipline or I haven't, I haven't been consistent in discipline Mm. and action and, you know, faith requires action. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. So anyways, that was, I, I really did enjoy part one of that conversation. We're moving into part two with the second episode with David, because you guys just dove into so much and there's a lot in the next episode that I'm excited about. Yeah. But those are my thoughts. I, again, we could probably go on and on. David, thank you for being our first guest on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. It was, well, I didn't interview you. It was an honor for Joshua to interview you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was really, like I said, like she said, really honored to have David on. So thank you, David, for taking the time and pouring your heart out in this first episode. Thank you guys for listening to this legacy recap of part one with David Willis if you find yourself on this episode and you're wondering what's going on, check out the episode before this with David Willis and you'll get caught up. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share with a friend and be sure to subscribe on your favorite streaming app. You can find us at 414creative.com and on Instagram at 414creativestudios. Thank you for being here. It was an honor to spend this time with you. I hope you were inspired. Now go out and create your legacy.